like right now a game the game is free to play so it's like if you haven't jumped into it yet if you're able to it's like uh, <laughs> damn I, I, I that's my nice way of of saying it uh, get a graphics card alex if you're i'm trying <laughs> if, if you're able to because maybe some people don't have the consoles or a pc right <laughs> So if you're able to, it's like, it's like, yeah, give it a should jump in, download. What's up, everyone? Welcome in to Lighthouse Gamers, episode 66. My name is Alex Lapp, Spark 3. Hopefully you're having an incredible day, whatever day you are listening, or perhaps watching this non-video podcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparky3. Uh, we had a tra- trademark Sparky Three tech problem. Uh, if you follow Animan Plus, then you know that the latest episode of Animan Plus had the, you know, again had no visuals as well. Uh, it is what it is. We'll get it sorted, and by the time the next episode comes out, uh, video will be back for sure. Uh, especially since we will be on a break next week. Uh, episode sixty-seven will come out on twelve-seven. So just a little friendly reminder there. Hopefully everyone has a wonderful holiday season, wonderful Black Friday shopping season as well. If you're actually going out in stores, stay safe, of course. Uh, joining me, as always, I do have Zach here in studio. Zach, how you feeling this wonderful Saturday? I'm doing good. Ready to go. We got tons of stuff to talk about. We and do. Maybe get some yelling in it, so. Maybe. Maybe. It's always a possibility. And uh, we do actually have John here on the podcast today. John, how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. John's been playing Halo Infinite, which did, in fact, shadow drop. We did we did throw in that little plug last episode. We, uh, there was a lot of rumors saying that there was a potential that it was going to shadow drop on Monday, the anniversary of Halo, the anniversary of Xbox. And sure as shit, it did. And then as sure as shit, because of my luck, I have been un- unable to play it because of my graphics card situation with my new computer. But John has got a chance to play Halo Infinite. He's going to be talking about that here today. We're also going to be talking about the Game Awards nominees uh, that was announced. Uh, we're not going to go through every single category because there's some categories we don't give a shit about. But I did pick out some that were kind of interesting. Uh, give our thoughts on that. And, of course, you know, when it comes to Game Awards, we do have the Lighthearted Gamers Game, uh, Game Awards Watch Along uh, Extravaganza. Uh, that will be going live at youtube.com forward slash sparky3 on 12.9, of course. You keep saying extravaganza. Are we, like, going to have a clown or something? Of course. Like, legitimately? I mean, with some of the people that may be on the show, yeah, it's possible to have a clown. Can we get a spider clown? That no. is something I might can no. work out. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> Uh, no, it is going to be a fun watch along. Uh, I've got at least four different people that are have agreed to come on the show, uh, so it's going to be a fun time overall. Uh, make sure to go follow us on Twitter at LA Chambers Podcast. You can go ch- also check out Animan Plus, a terrible football show, talk about movies and stuff. And lastly, if you want to support us further and make you know maybe help out where these uh, trademark Sparky Three Tech problems don't happen in the future, you can always uh, maybe go check out a Patreon if you're feeling generous enough. But don't feel obligated. Just be a friend, tell a friend that you're listening or watching. Shout out to our tier one patron, Andy. We appreciate the hell out of you. Um, so I suppose that is it for the the intro here, boys. Anything on your minds that we need to chat about before we jump into everything? I just went blank. I was about to say I actually did have something to talk about earlier, but I've completely blanked as well, just because we've been already sitting here for like twenty minutes, just shooting, shooting the breeze, the yeah, getting that warm up vibe. Yeah, just nice little fun little. Uh, Little new season stuff. New season of Rocket League just started, as well as a new season of TFT just or a new set just dropped recently. What is a new season of Rocket League? Because I've never played Rocket League. Like, is it literally just like a it's new a, stadium? It's, it's like in League. It's a rank reset, oh, or it's a it's a rank soft reset, and you get new rewards, and they'll put a new battle pass out. 
Okay, so like every other multiplayer game. Yeah. Well, for me, um, I've been watching Arcane on Netflix, and that's phenomenal. Really enjoy that. I'm currently on the last episode, and I did also see where they did confirm a season two is on the way. So very excited for that. Um, can't wait to hear you boys' thoughts whenever you guys end up checking it out because it is a very fun watch so far. Um, other than that, I don't got nothing. Well, my, I mean, hey, my graphics card's finally going to be here. It's upcoming Tuesday. Uh, when this episode's released, I should have my new graphics card so I can finally play Halo Infinite. I had a very weak moment yesterday, and I almost bought a Series S just to play Halo Infinite a little bit sooner. Thankfully, uh, John talked me out of it by simply saying, I'm not going to tell you to spend money on it. I'm like, okay, that, that's enough. Thank you. But being a true friend, he'll continue to send vi- awesome videos from him. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, they keep showing up. I'm going to send them. <laughs> I know he'll appreciate it. I do and I don't. <laughs> I do and I You'll don't. You'll appreciate it in a few days. I will. I will. I am very excited. Uh, I did pick up some other games, though. That's going to keep me preoccupied uh, here tonight and tomorrow as well. Oh, I actually got something. I mentioned Alex off mic, but John, I'm curious with you. Do you know the content creator Small Ant? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Have you seen his... Uh, uh, Pokemon X run of all trainers have a level 100 Pokemon. Yeah, that's stupid and ridiculous. Yeah, no, uh, I I actually started following Small Ant about a year ago or so, and I bet I I tune into some of his streams every now and then. And I pretty much watch all of his YouTube content. Okay, yeah, because his stuff started getting recommended to me randomly, and all I saw was a level five starter versus level 100. I was like, what is this bullshit? Yeah, he he will do just about any challenge he can think of for the the games that he's Big kind game. of specialized in. Yeah. And then it was funny. I started watching his channel and I just saw a regular playthrough of Pokemon Coliseum. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that because it just completely slipped my mind. So, you know, with this episode of course, uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl is out. So naturally you'd think, "Oh, well, isn't Alex going to talk about?" It? No, no. I don't have the fucking games yet. And, you know, not Alex has the worst luck in, out of everyone we know when it comes to getting stuff or when he gets stuff, it is broken. It just comes yep. in spurts. It does. No, it does. Not, but, not with me because I hear every time FedEx <laughs> fucks up his package. Okay, well, FedEx? No. Fuck FedEx. Okay, so let me go ahead and say that. That's not his, that's that's not a, a problem. I hate FedEx. I mean, you hate them until they deliver your packages. I still hate them. They've ne- in the past like two years. They have yet to get a package here on time. They could just not get it to you at all. I mean, that's true. At least they're getting it to you. That's true, but still, fuck FedEx, man. FedEx pisses me <laughs> off. They piss me off, man. Uh, and you know, when it comes to you know, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, I'll, I'll be straight. Like, if it wasn't for the fact I wanted the the double pack to match my sword and shield, I would have just bought it digitally or just went somewhere like Walmart and just picked it up the day of. But. You know, alas, I had to be fancy over here, and I wanted to get the double pack, so I matched the sword and shield, and it won't be here till fucking Wednesday. And I'm like, ah, that's bullshit. I actually had another weak moment on that where I almost bought another copy of the one that I want to play first, and I was just going to give it to someone. I wasn't going to tell you not to get that because I probably would have tried you to get it. For, I, I would have been the one. You. I, I would have showed up and went, what are you doing with that other copy? <laughs> <laughs> just like a very particular air fryer that's coming in. Also true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, the the funny thing is when the last time I I bought, what, what was, 
what was it? It was, it was Pokemon Sword. Yeah, it was Pokemon. My, yeah. my sword got delayed when I when I ordered a physical one of it. Yep. So I, I I took yours and gave you mine when it came in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, that's that's how it worked. And uh, you know, you know, just a little follow up here with the air fryer thing that Zach mentioned. <laughs> so I did. I bought a new air fryer from uh, from Best Buy. You know, I was on sales, fifty bucks. I like my air fryer. It's just on the small side. So I wanted to upgrade. Cool, whatever. And then I went out to Target earlier today, and uh, with the goal to buy an instant pot. And you know, I was about. To, I had one picked out already. I looked online. They had it stock. Cool, it's hundred bucks. You know, was gonna go grab. And I see this fancy, you know, Instapot labeled like Target limited edition Instapot air fryer combo is a hundred dollars. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking nice. It's huge. It's gonna get. The, yeah, let's let's get that. Whatever. Not even thinking about the air fryer I just fucking bought from Best Buy. I get home and I'm just like, ah, when, when's that Best Buy you know order gonna come through? Because it also had Biomutant in it. And I, I took a look at it and I see the, the first thing, air fryer. I'm like. Son of a bitch! So now I have three air fryers. John, uh, John's getting one now. So there you go, John. Merry Christmas! You get an air fryer. <laughs> oh, man, that's why, that's why I don't make fun of you for some of this stuff. Because <laughs> you benefit. Because it trickles down to John. Yeah. No, no one else wants to ask. I'm not afraid. That's <laughs> true. Hey, what are you gonna do with that? With that, uh, your old air fryer? That's, a, that's yours now. First thing I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Black Friday is uh, it's quite the time. I've already spent a lot of money, but we're, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> not, not on the podcast, but I have spent a lot of money. Um, let's go ahead and jump into stuff. Uh, start off with the rumors here. Not a lot, honestly. I dug through a lot of different things. Nothing really jumped out at me. It was just a lot of bullshit. Uh, a lot of things we've already kind of talked about and addressed before, but I did have two things. Number one, involving Pokemon Unite. Uh, this was actually leaked from um, uh, Pokemon Unite Philippines is the one that uh, had like a sponsored post for it. It was taken down pretty quickly where it's just like, you know, like where it's just, you know, for the, your favorite Unite license, you know, it's to come out, whatever. It had Wobbuffet, Blaziken, Dragonite, Gallade, and Serena. Now, when it comes to these, we already know about Dragonite. We've already seen that in the data mine. We've already seen Serena in the da- uh, data mine as well. And there was one of these other ones um, that we saw in the data mine. Oh, wait, no. It was um, uh, Decidueye was also on the post. I, I left it off, off the script. But out, yeah. of the, out of these five, I mean, I'm fine with all of these. I think these are pretty cool. Wobbuffet, hopefully being a fucking defender. That would be awesome. You know, Zach and I, we were just talking about that. Dragonite, we do already know is going to be an all-rounder, which is much needed. We have yet to get a new one. Uh, Blaziken could be either a speedster or an all-rounder just depends glade all-rounder serena i actually don't know i mean i think support potentially um attacker another one yeah (laughs) i will say it's weird that of that list that you just read off the one that sounds the most fun is wobbuffet i know it it doesn't make sense that that's the one that sticks out going man i want to play that yeah counter reflect (laughs) destiny bond (laughs) Destiny Bond is exactly where my brain went (laughs) dude it's gonna be awesome uh, and I will say, you know, with Blaziken being on this list, that, that that will be the first starter from Gen 3 to get into the game. That only leaves Gen 2 and Gen 5 to have no starters, and we were kind of chatting about it. You know, out of Gen 2, you know, I think we all kind of agreed Meganium would be really awesome as a support. I would love to see Meganium come in out of those three. I mean, I just want Meganium because I've always been a Meganium fan. Right. I mean, most runs I usually run for Alligator, but if I don't feel for Alligator, it's always Meganium. Uh, Chikorita was the first First starter I ever picked in second generation, so I'd I'd like to see it. Mine the first the first one I ever picked was uh, Cyndaquil, and it, it, I, I had a that's re- a fucking role reversal right there. I know. Isn't I was it? about to say John's <laughs> usually our fire starter guy. Yeah, I, I'm the grass. I know there was there was a reason I picked fire. You know, this is still when I'm st- this was when I obviously little kid Alex still you know coming into his own with Pokemon. I had this book. I still have it where it's like a strategy guide, but it's a story of the game 
where it literally tells you that you know like hey you're this is your character's name this is the starter you pick this is what you nickname the character this is what you catch on this route this is what you catch on this route like it's an actual story of the game itself and i just had that as a kid i still i still have that book so i just played by the story what a fucking nerd i was a little kid i didn't know better nerd <laughs> i still have it too uh, about a Gen 5, I'd love to see Samurott, though. Samurott's my boy. I love Samurott to death. I think he'd be a really dope all-rounder. Yeah, we don't need Gen 5. You shut up. <laughs> so I love Samurott too goddamn much. I don't like the starters. I just I like everything else the Gen had to offer. Imbor is a dope-ass shiny. Imbor, I mean, would be... Uh, all right. I mean, when it comes to Gen 5, give me Superior in the jungle. That'd be a really good speedster. Or just give me Samurott, preferably. Samurott would be really cool. Uh, the next rumor we have here uh, is per Tom Henderson, who's a notable like FPS uh, insider, most notably for, usually for COD, but he did recently put out saying that Star Wars Battlefront 3 is just not going to happen. Yay! Yeah, I know. Yay, right? Fucking yay. Jesus Christ. Absolutely. No, I mean that literally. Oh, I do too. After the disaster that was you know, Battlefront 2, thank God. Apparently it was pitched. You want to play this hero? Give me money. Apparently it was pitched, and it was shot down very quickly is what he said. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, so that's fine. I'm cool with that. Once uh, someone else other than EA gets it, by all means. But Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, let's jump over to the news. Uh, we're going to go ahead and leave the show off uh, just real brief here with this fucking Activision Blizzard bullshit because Jesus, Jesus Christ, this every day, every day this week, something just continued to get worse about it. You know, with the uh, CEO of uh, Bobby Kotick where it was coming out where he knew of a lot of the allegations. He even threatened an assistant back in like 06 that he was going to have her killed. Uh, just, I mean, the list just kept going on and on. And there was a huge walkout where everyone was just like, you know, you know, you know, they want him to get resigned and stuff. And apparently Activision Blizzard just kind of eh, just kind of shoved it off because apparently all of the uh, all of the board is a bunch of old buddies of his. So they pretty much all have his back. But the most interesting thing about all this uh, entire thing is now Sony and Xbox are now reevaluating their relationship with Activision. Both heads, uh, Phil Spencer and then uh, who's the head of play? Is that Jim Ryan? Do you guys know the name? I think it's Jim Ryan. OK, no well, clue. They both came out and said that they are now very extremely, you know, evaluating that relationship. So, dude, that would, you know, if, if they decide to somehow, like, cut ties with Activision Blizzard where they won't take the games on the console anymore, that would be wild if that would happen. I don't think it would, but that would be absolutely insane if that would happen. I, I feel like it's at a point now where, you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, Zach, I think it was you and I, we said a long time ago where it's like Activision Blizzard's almost too big to fail. Even with all this stuff that when it start first started popping out, you know, yeah. But now it's just like, are they? Are they too big to fail? I mean, look well, what's I mean, happened. Originally, when we said that, when just the small stuff happened, yes. And as more stuff, I was like, we might actually see a death of a company. Yeah, which is absolutely insane to me. I mean, at this point, there's so much bad stuff that most people want nothing to do with Blizzard Activision. So yeah. I'm not very su surprised by Xbox and Sony's. A reconsidering of the relationship with them, how much it, the actual effect of it will be determined once Xbox and Sony either stick with them or actually break away from them. If they have to actually break away from that would be actually interesting to see the fallout of it because that will more or less put Blizzard Activision back at its sort of almost starting roots of when it was just PC. Right. And I will say when it comes to it, as you know, if, if as long as if Bobby Kotick gets out of it and he decides to step down and stuff, you know, then then I think Xbox and PlayStation play. Okay, you know, we're we we can kind of move forward. We'll see how it goes. 
but as long as he's there, I, I do think there's a legitimate possibility they're gonna they're gonna seriously cut ties. You know, because I know also when it comes to just the Blizzard side of things, you know, the person who uh, you know stepped into the the co leadership role, uh, Jen O'Neill, as long as uh, David Yabara. You know, she's already stepped down. Yeah. And it was because, you know, even though they're the exact same position, whatever, apparently David Yabar was being paid more than her. And she only got a, you know, you know, uh, raise, you know, pitch is whenever she put in her resignation. And she's like, no, nah, I'm good. This, this company is complete and utter dog shit. She was in the role since, I think, August or something. Yeah, September, no, it wasn't long at all. Which is so very telling to the situation. <laughs> This situation is wild, man. The more and more stuff that comes out about it is just baffling. When I saw the thing about Bobby Kotick where he literally threatened to to have an assistant killed. Now, he came out and said that it was in a joking manner. The assistants come out and say, like, no, that was not in a joking manner. He left a very blatant voicemail where he was threatening my life. It's just like, Jesus Christ, this is insane. I was going to say, I don't know many joke situations where you're threatening to have somebody killed. Yeah. Right, I, I mean that, that's, that's wild to me. As soon as I read that, I'm just like, "Damn, this is this is taking to a whole new level." Oh shit, dude! It, it will be wild to see if Activision Blizzard actually gets cut by uh, Xbox and PlayStation. That will be absolutely insane. And I, it could happen here very soon, so we'll just keep an eye on it. Uh, still talking about Xbox, they did have that, you know, of course, the 20th anniversary uh, big stream, excel- you know, celebrating Xbox and everything, you know, released a long list of, um, you know, backwards compatibility games coming. And they also did confirm that it's the last backwards compatibility, uh, uh, compatibility thing they're doing. And the reason why they said ultimately the games that are still kind of left out there from both 360 and the original Xbox, it just comes down to licensing and stuff, which are right, fair. Uh, but uh, I do want to give a shout out is that uh, Sonic Unleashed was added and 13 years later, two generations later, Sonic Unleashed is actually able to run at a very stable 60 uh, FPS and it looks phenomenal. I actually really, really want to play Sonic Unleashed right now because it does actually look really awesome. Um, going on from there, uh, Forza Horizon 5 had the best Microsoft launch in history at 10 million players at launch. That's insane. I mean, I'm okay with that. That game looks beautiful. The five minutes I played was pretty awesome <laughs> before my current computer said, no, you're going to have to stop. You're going to have to stop. Yeah, I haven't actually played it yet, but I've seen enough like good coming off like from everybody that has played it where I'm like, you know what, we'll actually download. We'll give this one a shot. We'll see what this is all about. I mean, I've enjoyed the uh, Forza Horizon series because I've, I've played most of them since 2. I haven't I had a chance haven't had a chance to play five yet, but they're always very fun, look really good, and the racing is always really nice in it as well. Feels nice. Yeah, like I said, the five minutes I played was fun. It was a beautiful looking game, and then my ex, my, my PC literally said, "Okay, nope, you're gonna have to get off." I mean, it didn't even give me a chance for Halo. I tried to boot up Halo, and it literally popped up. It's like we don't detect a graphics card, but this amount of gig, whatever, and it just it would not even boot. And I'm like, "Damn, come on, guys!" <laughs> like it's like this is just adding salt to the wound right now. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, so that uh, that WB fighting game was announced uh, this past week, the Multiverses. That looks like a giant meme. Uh, but shout out to the fact that uh, even though it's going to be free to play, even though it was like you know rumor and stuff to be like a low budget game and everything, uh, they at least they actually have like legitimate voice acting in the game. Oh yeah, no, they were big pitching on that in the announcement trailer. I mean, it looks very solidly built, and especially since it's focusing more on a two v two basis versus just free for all. Mm-hmm. I think the big thing that caught most people was. Uh, Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Yep. yep, Ultra Instinct Shaggy being an actual thing. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. Just watching him go around and rip his shirt off, throwing Scooby Snacks at everyone. Yes, yes. I, I mean, it's free to play, so I'll probably check it out. <coughs> it's coming out next year. It is coming out for PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox, PC, and it will be cross-platform. 
So that is one that's uh, going to be kind of interesting to check out. Uh, get a little bit of uh, news here out of uh, RGG Studio, which, of course, is, uh, creates like, all the Yakuza stuff. They did a recent interview where they said they are currently working on an unannounced series that is not connected to to Yakuza or Judgment. They did also say that Yakuza 8 will take place some years after 7. They also said they will continue to cherish the Judgment series. Zach, you're a pretty massive Yakuza fan. What, uh, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, the Yakuza series is not going to die. It's sure. just a giant drama. <laughs> and uh, Kazuma Kiryu should have died years ago, but he can't. Um, and then rip for Judgment, from what it sounds like. <laughs> Well, they're going to continue to cherish it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, judgment. Yeah, yeah, cherish it, as in, as in, it was nice having you around. Yep. I mean, the original, first judgment was very good, but most of the stuff I've seen for final judgment, people are having fun with it, but for just general uh, response, not great. Hmm. That's unfortunate. We did also have a very random game announced this week that I don't think anyone anticipated. There was no... I, we have seen, heard no Oh, leaks. this was a great one. There was no leaks, no rumors leading up to this. It was complete left field. Just boom, trailer dropped. Here it is. Dragon Ball The Breakers was announced. This is basically Dragon Ball Dead by Daylight. Did you see this trailer, John? I, st- I started to watch it, and then I, I, but I, I was at work at the time and paused it and then never came back to it. This I will absolutely play this I'm, game. I'm looking forward to playing this, yeah. I mean, it's literally something a lot of people, most Dragon Ball fans have thought of is, what is it like to live as a unfortunate, just regular civilian in this world? Yep. Here's your game. Here's a chance to experience it. Cell, Boo, and Frieza are the first Raiders killers. And yeah, you're either going to get eaten whole, turned into a cookie, or just straight up murdered. Basically, basically. It is developed by Dimps, which of course have done like all, they did the first three or four Budokais. I know they did the first three. I don't think they did like Budokai Tenkaichi and beyond, but they did the first three Budokais. You know, they did, of course, both the Xenoverse games. They, they have a long list of shit they've done. So, I mean, it's a very established developer. So, I, I have mean, a lot of faith because in that. The Breakers is apparently taking place in the Xenoverse universe. I didn't catch that. I, I, yeah, I, no. did, I did see that. Yeah, but, no. It is part of the Xenoverse series. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't will, catch that. I will say, you, you mentioning that it's like they were on Budokai, they were on Xenoverse and all that. What, what, are, what are they on the suddenly they've gone in this direction. Yeah, they went asymmetric <laughs> they, for whatever yeah. reason. It's like the, it, it's like some some guy in a meeting was like, you know what would be funny? It's like he's been playing Dead by Daylight or something. <laughs> and he, he's like, guys, I got a great idea. <laughs> and then it, and then like a year later, he's like, holy shit, we're still doing this? No, like see, to add on to it, man, he was probably sitting there just chilling on, you know, on a lunch break playing Dead by Daylight. Meanwhile, over to the side, he's got like the early stages of the Cell saga going on. Where eating somebody. Yeah, eating somebody. He's just like, oh, I got to fucking dodge Michael here. He looks over and just watching. He's like, ooh, that gives me an idea. <laughs> I mean this. I mean this game looks fun, man. I, I'm I'm gonna check it out. It comes out next year for PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. And didn't you tell me it was gonna be free to play? Because I didn't catch that. From what I got from it, it seemed like it was gonna be free to play, but it may not be. It didn't okay. specifically say it was. The big thing I took from it was most people were very receptive of it. Right. Everyone was going like, "This is not the game we expected," but we're okay with it. But we're okay with it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, one thing is most. It seems like most Dragon Ball fans. They'll just take what they can get. Pretty much. It's like, oh, new game? Yeah, we'll take it. It's not a fighting game? I mean, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll get Xenoverse 3. One day. Yeah, One can. day we'll get Tenkai Ichi Budokai 6. <laughs> 
I'm fine with okay, either I'd one. Be, I'd be down for either. <laughs> I would honestly. be down for either one. Yeah, <laughs> I want Xenoverse three. I, I really, really want Xenoverse three eventually. One day, I think one day it'll happen. You know, whenever they finally decide to stop making DLC for two, Raiders is going to be a phenomenal game. They'll never leave Raiders. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm I'm excited for that, man. It does look like a lot of fun. Uh, last bit of news here that we've got before we jump into our, our three main talking points is this one also, again, this came out of left field. It caught a lot of people by surprise. A lot of people are super pumped about it, and there's a lot of people that are also kind of hesitant about it because of one particular aspect of this. Uh, Nintendo and Panda Global have announced a partnership for the first officially licensed circuit for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Super Smash Bros. Melee. This is coming 2022, and there will be cash prizes to be announced. So naturally, it's just like that sounds super dope. It's like, you know, Nintendo is, uh, you know, helping create this circuit along with Panda Global, but most importantly, acknowledging Melee's competitive scene. While that's cool, that is awesome. This is a great step for Melee. It's got a lot of people uh, kind of hesitant where it's just like, you have actively tried to fuck the competitive scene for Melee for years. Shutting shit down because there were tournaments that were having to use emulators because they couldn't do, like, in-person stuff because of COVID. You know, and Nintendo would actively ignore Melee and ignore, you know, that Melee competitive exists and focus on 4 and focus on Ultimate. They didn't ignore it. They tried to shut it down entirely. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, just out of left field, you have a change of heart. Well, I think this is really cool, and I think it's cool that they're finally giving Melee its, you know, its justice. Uh, it's just it, it it is out of left field. It is out of left field massively. John, you know, I know that you've always been a pretty big fan of the competitive scene for Smash, ultimate, you know, or at least Smash in general, especially Melee. What what is your thoughts on this partnership? I mean, I'm I'm glad to see that there's going to be a lot more like structured tournaments coming going around uh, coming forward. I mean, maybe Nintendo just learned their lesson that. People are going to play this game competitively no matter what, and all we're going to do is get shit on when we try to shut this down. Right. Because they got nothing but, like, they got nothing but hate when they, every time they try to shut it down. Mm. So maybe maybe they've just finally decided, you know what, let's let's give it a shot and not actively try to screw it over. I will say when it comes to this one common thing a lot of people have said is uh, because of that situation of where Nintendo's actively tried to shut shit down, they're just like, okay, we don't trust Nintendo here. We're putting our trust in Panda Global. Well, that's that's the other thing. It's yeah. like Panda Global is is very like very good to their players, and they 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 tend to do pretty good like tournament wise when they decide like when they are involved with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm that's the other thing. It's like knowing that it's partnered with Panda Global makes me a lot more confident that it's going to be good. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited for it. I'm I've always like you said, I've always enjoyed the competitive side of Smash. And it's nice to see that it's starting to come back uh a lot more these days. Just to give an example for the listeners of how much of a competitive Smash fan he is, John was a former roommate of mine and I can't tell you the amount of times I just like I kind of peek in his room when his door's open. I'm like, hey, man, what you up to? And he's playing a game and watching competitive Smash. It was a lot. (laughs) I mean, tournaments every weekend. Yeah, it was a lot. John would take a lot of time to watch it. So it will be be cool to see how things play out. But I I can, even though I'm not a diehard Smash fan and I'm not a diehard fan of the competitive scene, I can get everyone's kind of hesitation about it because of where Nintendo's, their stance on this shit has been for years. Uh, with that said, we can go ahead and hop over to our talking points, which, of course, uh, we're going to be running through some Black Friday deals. Uh, we have the Game Awards nominees, and we also have Halo Infinite to talk about. Boys, where do we want to start? Halo. 
all right, John, floor's yours then. <laughs> I want to play this game so damn bad, and I'm so upset that, you know, here soon, a couple days. Uh, but, John, how's uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer been treating you recently? Okay, so I, I, I don't have the most amount of time in it, and most of the most of the games I've played, I've just been jumping into it solo, and I very quickly started to realize I'm, I can't, or I'm not good at queuing for solo matches in shooters these days wears on me a lot lot quicker than I expected it to but the moment I had a buddy jump in with me it was the like it kind of clicked again and it was like okay now now it's halo now we're now I'm locked in but even when I was queuing by myself I would play and like kind of get frustrated a little bit and jump off but then like 30 minutes later I'm back in it's like it, it that kept happening. It like, just keeps pulling you back. It's like I'd do that. I'd, I'd hop off for the night and I'd be sitting there like watching YouTube or something. I'm like, eh, let's get a couple more games in. Let's let's end the night off. In the night off, pretty good. Uh, but overall, I'm enjoying the game. There's there's definitely things about it, the game that are very frustrating, but also some nice things as well. Frustrating side of it, a lot of it is, a lot of it is kind of like battle pass and customization of your character that you can do. Which does look pretty cool. It's, it's all locked behind paywalls. Behind paywalls. That sucks. And the the battle pass, there's a free version of the battle pass. One, the progression, people complain about the progression. I mean, it's not great, but I mean, did you what see do you expect? That, did you see that 343 already came out and put an update for that? Like, they were very quick on the progression problem. Well, everyone pe- was saying Well, the people have been complaining about it since the beta. Right. Like, all the betas that were happening. And it, it, it was a consistent issue. But, I mean, the, the real problem is you don't get, you only get uh, progress on it for completing the challenges. Whereas in old Halo games that didn't have Battle Pass and that, your progression for leveling up and everything was based off of performance in the match and match experience. So there's there's none of that here. So some people have kind of gone the way, or yeah, some people in matches I've seen, especially objective game mode, they won't play the objective. Like they won't go for the flag and capture the flag. They won't pick up the ball and oddball. Oh, yeah. It's like they're just, they're <laughs> acting like it's a Slayer game. Oh, that's the because worst. They, because if they pick the ball up, the game's going to be longer and they're just trying to complete their their challenges mm-hmm. for some of it <clears throat> that's frustrating that's a so far at least that's a minor uh thing that i've seen my issue with the battle pass is the lack of anything useful for if you're not paying for it because like the normally with a free b- version of a battle pass it's like the first 15 to 20 levels of it is all the garbage crap that they're trying they're giving you at the beginning to try to make you buy it but then after that, you start to get some good stuff. Yeah. You never get good stuff. Oh, even on the paid one? No, no, on the free one, you never get good stuff. Oh, okay. The pay one is, it's like from the beginning, you're getting cool, like, you're getting different helmets, you're getting different, oh, so all, all the different skins. So all the garbage items are just on the free the one. Yeah, it's like, ch- the first, like, ten things you get are challenge swaps, which you can just swap out what, what one, of, one of your weekly challenges. Boo. So it's like, that's the frustrating and wait, side wait, do of you it. only get... Weekly challenges? There's no daily or monthly. There's date. I don't know how many weekly challenges there are either. I don't know how to find that. Okay. <laughs> there's also there's like I think there's daily challenges, and then you get there's a recurring like fifty points you get, like fifty points towards the progress that you get for playing a game every time. Gotcha. So it's a slow amount that you get, but you do get some uh, for every match. 
just minimal. But that's that's one of my real complaints with the system. Everybody else is complaining about the progression in that, not the lack of anything useful for people that don't want to pay for the battle pass. Because it's like 25 levels or something before you get a, I think before you get a, like a different visor color. Oof. And it is, <laughs> okay. That and takes it, a while. Yeah. It, and it's not fast levels you're getting either. That's what I've seen. Yeah. So it's like, it's, that aspect is frustrating. Uh, but the gameplay itself is a lot of fun. They, there are some nice little changes they've made. Uh, like I, I've discovered, uh, one nice thing, uh, Alex, as you, as you'll, uh, recall with, the, with the battle rifle, yep. the old four shot yep, had to be four, four burst to the head yep. to get the kill. Doesn't have to be the head oh, as, long, as long as, well, <laughs> that, the, only the last burst has to be to the head. Okay. So, uh, most of the guns work this way where, uh, they have a minimum, minimum number of rounds to kill and, uh. As long as all of them, like for the for the battle rifle, as long as you, you can land four bursts to the head or you can land three bursts to the body and one to the head. Mm-hmm. And it'll, same effect. And there's a metal fort called perfection. Nice. Or, yeah, it's like per, perfection or perfect or something <clears throat> like that where it's it's getting the kill with the minimum number of shots necessary, which is which is nice when it pops up. There's also some, there's some fun medals in the game too. I've I've gotten some some pretty fun ones in in matches. I was playing a game of big team battle, and I got I get I guess it's called a mythic medal called fastball, where you kill somebody with an impact of a grenade. But I got it by throwing a frag grenade at a warthog, and it blew the the, the <laughs> imp, not the explosion, just the impact was enough damage to blow the warthog up and kill the two people in it. That's funny. That's how I got. It. That's how I got it. Because it's the only time it's happened for me that I've that I've gotten that medal, and I was like, that that is one of the funniest things I've had happen so far. But yeah, it, the game is a lot of fun right now. There's no like you can't pick your mode, so it's like either go into four v four or big team battle, and it's just quick play. And whatever mode comes up is what comes up. There's the ranked mode as well, but. I haven't been messing with that. I mean, is there really a point to mess with ranked it so far? I guess the hope would be that you, the people in ranked would be playing objectives if it was an objective mode. And I will say when it comes to uh, some of the issues, 343 has openly acknowledged that it being out right now is considerate as the beta. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's like I've... That's that's one thing. It's like I'm not being... I'm not trying to be like harsh on it right except the the battle pass the battle pass even if you increase the experience even if you increase the rates of it it's it's a scummy way to do a free battle pass right every other game that does a free version of a battle pass at least gives you something after a certain point but it's like even it's like the ratio of like armor different armor equipments you can you can get it's like you get maybe five five to ten across like 80 levels whereas the free or the the paid one it's like every couple levels you're getting like a new helmet or or it's like every five or something you're getting like a new new piece of armor you can put on a different color a new helmet new new stance or something like that that's my that's my complaint with the battle pass but everything else like gameplay wise it's a lot of fun 
Now, the one common thing that I've actually seen a lot of people say is that they're saying that in their mind, Halo is back. Is that something that you agree with? It's, I guess it's kind of hard to say right now uh, because the it's like, like I said, while the while I'm having fun with the game, it's one of those things where it's we're less than a week since it's coming out right now, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see if if the numbers kind of stay there. The game is a lot of fun. If it's like if they once they kind of take this, let us pick all of our modes and everything, keep adding on to it or something like that. Right. I would say at that point, yeah, why not? Uh, but. For right now, I'm just hoping that between now and like the December eighth or whatever the like their yeah, official release, hoping between now and then people don't get frustrated with some of the systems. Um, you know, kind of a off topic here from the multiplayer. Have you been seeing some of the things that people are saying about the campaign right now that's coming out here? In uh, I've only seen minimal campaign stuff. One of the common things that I've seen a few people say is that with this campaign, it's a apparently a perfect mix between Breath of the Wild and Halo is what I've been seeing. That's interesting. Man, yeah. People got to stop using Breath, Breath of the, the Wild. Wild. I know, it's fucking used all the time. I was about to say, that just seems really weird to me for Halo. Makes me think of the ODST campaign. Love the ODST campaign. I don't remember it. <laughs> that ODST one was where you can ran around in the city home every time where you had to go find oh, the missions. Oh, okay. Because that's the only one where you had, like, a free roam section. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, but, yeah, I'd say, like, right now, a game the game is free to play. So it's like, if you haven't jumped into it yet, if you're able to, it's like... Uh, <laughs> Damn. I, 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 that's my nice way of of saying it. Uh, Get a graphics card, Alex. If you're, I'm trying. <laughs> if, if you're able to, because maybe some people don't have the consoles or a PC, right? <laughs> so if you're able to, it's necessary. like it's like, yeah, give it a sh- jump in, download it. If you haven't, if if you're younger and haven't played Halo before, this is a great opportunity to jump in although i will say there's one thing that's very frustrating we have the weakest shotgun in the history of halo <laughs> that sucks. Oh, no. at no point if you it doesn't matter how close you are to to somebody you will not one shot someone with a shotgun uh, it is minimum two shots can't shotty bump them oh you i mean it's like just pure shotgun blast will never one shot someone that is frustrating coming from like, or literally like any other Halo, any, any right. Halo game. Like it's it is that is one thing that bugs me. All the it's like some of the weapons they've added in are cool as fuck. I was about to just ask about the weapons too. Some of the weapons are really cool. Some of them I haven't quite gotten understanding on yet, or <laughs> I haven't I haven't gotten to use them successfully. Uh, but I mean, so far most of the ones I've used are are. Pretty fun, pretty cool. But yeah, it's a. I'd say it's it's a fun time to jump into and play. And if you got a couple buddies to jump in with, it'll it'll give you the old the feelings of playing the older Halo games That's that you've probably been missing. Because like I said, when I when I was playing by myself, a little frustration, like jumping off probably a little earlier than I normally would have mm-hmm. on a game I was I was having a lot of fun with. The moment I jumped in with a buddy, it was like. We, we were both like just queuing and game ends. It's like run it back, 
which it's been a it's been a while since I've played a shooter and wanted to have that feeling. I can't wait to be able to hop in. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. I did also see that Jared was playing too, and I got very I got very jealous. Jared's outplayed you, damn. I know. I looked over at Discord. It's like Jared, BS. You know, on Halo Infinite, I'm like, fuck this guy. Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. I would have, I would have thrown him an invite. I don't know what he's playing on. I think he, I think all they have is a laptop. <laughs> so oh. that's even more insult to injury. That is insulting if he's able to play that on a laptop. Oh man, I hate my life. Well, no, he's, he's got a. He said he's got a decent laptop. Last I talked to him, because I think he also said he played uh, Cyberpunk on that laptop. Yeah, he he did. Yes, but this guy just bought a full build computer. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm. The graphics card's defective. Okay. You didn't know that. I had to tell you. I know. <laughs> you had to, Yeah, he had to tell me. John came yeah. over and helped. But overall, I'm having a lot of fun with Halo right now. I'm looking forward to putting more time into it. And when Alex is able to get on, uh, we'll we'll see if he gets that same old old school feeling of of uh, Halo. Did you? Uh, are you off this week? What? Did you, did why you, would I be off this? Oh, week? I didn't know if you took PTO or not. Well, we, he's asking because he's. As soon as I get, I was gonna just hit you up. I bet if you're gonna be at work, I'll hit you up when you're off. But I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm off this week. I yeah, took the week yeah, off. I'm a, so. I'm a, I, I work. I'm an adult. I mean, I'm an adult too. I just yeah. took off. Yeah, no, you're a child. <laughs> Fuck off. You're a crappy adult with no responsibilities. That's not true. <laughs> that is not true, and you know it. <laughs> the difference between child and adult. Will, would you take off to play Pokemon? I have before. Yeah, I don't. I haven't either. <laughs> Child, fuck off! <laughs> hey, if I have the if I have the ability to take the time off, I'm gonna take the time off. Okay, I haven't actually taken a vacation this year. All right, so fuck off. Uh, but I am looking forward to hopping into it uh, whenever my graphics card will be here on Tuesday. Unless you know, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if my luck strikes again and gets delayed. Is it FedEx who's got it? Actually, no, it's UPS. I have a little oh, bit more okay. hope. <laughs> I don't I don't understand this FedEx complaining, man. You you. I have you, bad must, luck with them. you must have done something wrong with them. I oh, I've, t- I've told I, him that he he apparently pissed off someone that had a FedEx at some point. I, was say, oh, I, d- I ordered my monitors yesterday. They came in by Fe- they came in less than twenty four hours later from FedEx. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I do. I, I don't know. Me and FedEx, we don't get along. We have a beef. I don't know what the beef is, but we have a beef. So it is what it is. I and it, it's it sucks because I like if I pull up like my, my FedEx app right now, I have like five different packages all coming from FedEx, and I'm just like, God. And I, you know, the funny thing is, I, I pulled up and and like at least three of them it says delayed. No shit, three of them, just big bright red letters delayed now arriving on this day. I'm like, I'm glad I'm off to just be able to easily receive this stuff, graphics card included, because I have to sign for it, just like the computer, uh, which with the computer. You know, I had to, you know, of course, I had to sign for that, but I couldn't, I couldn't take off work um, just because of how the previous three days went for me. And so I was going to have someone come over and just kind of chill at the house and sign for it. They were literally five minutes from my house, and FedEx shows up and they wouldn't stick around because I was either going to, you know, just like, hey, someone's on their way over. I was going to call you to go over and sign for it, but nope, they were just like, no, we're not going to wait, and they just left. I'm like, they were literally five minutes away. <laughs> like, come on, man. Me and FedEx have a beef, dude. But no, I, I like I said, I am excited to play Halo Infinite. Um, you know, looking forward to seeing all the complaints that you're talking about because you know I haven't seen a lot of complaints yet. You know, the you know the you know I know you said you're not bashing it, but you're the first one that I've seen to actually come up and you know put it in a little bit of a negative light with the battle pass and stuff. The only negative light I've seen is the progression was unbelievably slow, where you could play like 50 games and not level up well, before be- they fixed it. Yeah, that's because everyone else. Is- Bought the battle pass. Right. 
So anyway, um, do we want to go over to the Game Award nominees, run through those? I don't know. Do you want to end on nominees or talking about sales? Uh, I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Doesn't matter to me. All right. I'm, I'm more hyped to end on uh, talking about games rather than sales. Okay. I'll run through the sales numbers then, or just sales in general. Uh, so, yep, let's run through some Black Friday deals, uh, just so you can know what's on sale if you haven't, you know, really bothered. Look, you're not a big, humongous Black Friday shopper. You just kind of peek every once in a while. Uh, so some of these sales are pretty much, they're pretty much across the board between all the major retailers. Um, so the first thing that I do want to point out is that PS5 and Xbox Series X are supposed to come back into stock on the 22nd for pretty much most of the retailers. I know Walmart for sure, they have it listed for the 22nd, but, you know, it'll be sold out immediately. Uh, I think Best Buy is also listed for the 22nd, GameStop and Target. I did not see a date on those. Uh, GameStop does have the buy two pre-owned, get one free, which I did already hit up. I got Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, uh, Life is Strange, True Colors, and Skyward Sword. But I was big depressy when I got it because my Skyward Sword is in a basic bitch GameStop case. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. <laughs> that's, that's very upsetting. Uh, but let's run through some numbers here, though. Uh, at $14, a couple of games that I picked out here that you could pick up. It's like Watch Dogs Legion, which I know Zach was a big fan of when he was playing that. Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which that usually goes on sale anyway. For 20 bucks, you got stuff like uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Trash of Us Part 2, uh, you know, MLB The Show 21, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, shout out to that, Super Monkey Ball Mania, that just came out not long ago, Resident Evil Village, and Sonic Seizure Colors, that's also going to be for 20 bucks. So pretty much all retailers across the board. And then naturally, John's on the show, so I have to talk about this game. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition will be $25. That's a phenomenal buy there. That might be cheap enough for me to buy it. That's cheap enough? (laughs) That's a phenomenal buy. That is a phenomenal buy. $25 for that. Uh, Deathloop's $25. That, you know, I, I, I'm still debating on picking that up for, for $25. I mean, it's bucks. still a fun game. Yeah, $25 for Deathloop. That's pretty solid. Mortal Kombat 11 for $25. Back for Blood, also $25. i am surprised Mortal Kombat's still that high. Right? I thought uh, That's why I wanted to shout it out, because I feared it'd be lower by now. Because that game's been out for almost like three, four years now. Yeah, well, you know, another one uh, that's uh, still kind of high is uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Its sell price here for Black Friday is 40 bucks for retailers. Damn. I know, right? That's insane to me. But yeah, 40 bucks for retailers is what Red Dead Redemption 2 is at. Uh, now, one little note I do want to point out is Deathloop and Mass Effect Legend Edition are both $30 at Target compared to Walmart's 25 Now, I would expect Target to kind of drop that, but I'm just giving you the heads up right now. Head over to Walmart to pick up like Deathloop or Mass Effect. For 40 bucks, Far Cry 6, that just came out, so that's already on sale. Uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut, Demon Souls, and of course, all your new sports games are 40 bucks. I feel like it's higher than previous years. Because I've always gotten the new Madden around Black Friday for like the past three years, I thought for like $25. So I feel like 40 bucks is higher than normal, which I thought was kind of strange. And maybe something changed this year. I guess. I don't know. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, that's going to be at $30 on sale. That's definitely a good pickup there. I might pick that up. That, I was surprised to see that at thirty dollars. Yeah, I, yeah, I was too. I figured, I, I figured forty, kind of like well, Far Cry. Well, how recent it is, it is sort of surprising. I mean, it's a good pickup if you want to try it. It's a fun game. Yeah, uh, Riders Republic at thirty as well. Sackboy, uh, Big Adventure, that one's gonna be thirty dollars. Miles Morales at thirty as well. Uh, some other ones here at twenty bucks. Uh, like it's, it takes two is gonna be twenty bucks. Uh, already ran through those at fifteen bucks. Star Wars Jedi, Mario Rabbids again. Uh, already point that out. And then some other ones that I just kind of collected here together, like True Colors. I've been seeing priced. I saw it priced at like forty. $35 at Best Buy. I've seen it priced 30 at 35 at a couple other retailers. So if you were interested in, in pick up Life, Life is Strange True Colors, which just came out this year, shop around a little bit because it is 
higher at some other ones. Uh, the, the Ghost of Shima, like the big fancy edition that just came out, that's priced at 50 bucks. Rift Apart, that's on sale for 50 bucks. Uh, the uh, Final Fantasy VII for the PS5, the the whatever grade came out, that's uh, on sale for 45 Of course, you know, Game Pass, three months, you get that for 25 PlayStation Plus, one year, 40 bucks. That's that's every single year. That's always when I buy my, my cards for PS Plus is around this time or, I, or just buy it on the on the shop, whatever. Uh, I did see Ring Fit was on sale for 55 The new Demon Slayer game, that's on sale for 35 uh, And then pretty much all the Yakuza games are going to be on sale. Lost Judgment for 30 Judgment for 20 Yakuza Remastered Collection for 20 Yakuza Like a Dragon for 20 All those, uh, it's probably some pretty good pickups. And, you know, I know Zach, like I mentioned earlier, is a big fan of those. Those are all some good buys there. Returnal for 50 uh, uh P5R for 25 and then Cyberpunk, 10 bucks. You haven't played in Persona 5. That's a great buy. Yep. Especially 20. Royal. Royal's yeah. fun. Yeah, twenty. You know, it's funny. Uh, for the P five R, I think that twenty five <coughs> price that I saw, I think that was only at either GameStop or Best Buy. But what's funny is that normal P five is priced at like thirty dollars at other places. Oh, I'm not surprised uh, by that. I was that. gonna say I got I bought Persona Five Royal a couple months ago because I I wanted to go back and try to play it. I got it cheaper than that. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he got a real good deal. Yeah, on I, there was like a crazy deal on Amazon that I found where it was like, tw- I think it was 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I, like, I picked it up there. I just I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, and it's also funny just to see how much prices kind of fluctuate as ads come out. Because another one, for example, we've already seen Cyberpunk, for example, go on sale for 10 bucks, like I think two times this year. Uh, and I did see when the first, like the like the, one of the first ads came out, which was like Walmart or Target. Cyberpunk was actually on sale for just 20 bucks. That $10 price is somewhere else. So it's just funny to see how that changes from retailer to retailer as ads come out. Because uh, I know, like, Gears 5, that's on sale for, like, 8 bucks one place, 9 bucks another place. Like, that's just stupid. Rip Gears. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. And same in even more Rip Gears. Uh, it's funny to me that it's 8 and 9 this year because last year, Gears 5 was $5 damn dollars at Best Buy. <laughs> so I don't know. It didn't makes no sense, but uh, like you know, like I said, Deathloop. I think that'd be. Our, I haven't played it, but it being at twenty five bucks, at, at, that's a pretty good purchase in my opinion. Mass Effect, of course, at twenty five. Uh, some of the newer PlayStation Five games like Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, Goshima, all having uh, twenty bucks knocked off since they're priced at seventy dollars. Those are some good pickups there. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, I will say I feel like this year is. A little lackluster on the on the uh, game sell side, I, I, in my opinion. I've looked at these ads nonstop over the past a couple days. And I, I, I feel like they're kind of lackluster, but there are some nice surprises like Guardians of the Galaxy at thirty. You know, even Far Cry Six, if you want, if you were wanting to pick that up, that's at forty. Uh, you know, Monster Hunter Rise, that's going to be twenty five as well. But I do feel like it's kind of lackluster compared to years past. And there's a shit ton more games that are going to be on sale, like older games, of course. You know, you got your trademark thing of God of War is ten bucks as it has been for the past three years. Horizons ten bucks as it has for the past like three. You know, the normal shit that you see. There's only a couple of uh, Nintendo games, you know, that are on sale. They're normal thing where they have a few games marked down to forty bucks, like Breath of the Wild and shit. But that's the normal stuff. But uh, anyway, uh, let's. We can go over to the Game Awards nominees now. Like I said, we don't have everything picked out; just a, a few categories uh, picked out, but not not because there's only like thirty or forty categories. Yeah, there's know, always right? tons of categories because that show lasts almost three hours. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Zach, why don't we run through some categories here that we do have picked out? All right. So starting with categories that we actually care about: most anticipated game, uh, our list of games that's coming out soon or in the next year: Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West. Breath of the Wild 2, and Starfield. 
my most two for me is Breath of the Wild 2 and Starfield, but what the hell is going to win that? That's a, that's a tough one. That's, that's going to be Elden Ring, I'm going to tell you that right now. I mean, it probably will be Elden Ring because a lot of people are hyped for Elden Ring. That would well, be my guess, too. It's probably Elden Ring, if not that Ragnarok. Me, personally, it would be Starfield. Yeah. <clears throat> then we got Best Score in Music. We got The Artful Escape. So I don't know why this was in here, but Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> Deathloop, Guardians of the Galaxy, and New Replicant. You're not going to say the version? No. I don't know why you would say <laughs> off the whole number. I don't know either, man, but in the show, they actually named off the whole version. I thought that was funny. Uh, I don't know what will win here, because I haven't actually heard the score from Artful Escape. I have heard a little bit of the score from Deathloop, and I haven't heard anything from Nier. But with Guardians of the Galaxy, they do have that complete original album, Star-Lord, which was pretty cool. And Cyberpunk has a shit ton of music as well. Because Cyberpunk has a, has a huge album that is all like non-copyright stuff, and yeah. they have all their copyright stuff that you can turn on and off. Uh, I would like to see Guardians win it, just because I've listened to that Star-Lord album a lot, and that's a very, that's a very good album. So I would love to see that one away. I personally would do Deathloop, but that's just because I enjoy the aesthetic that was Deathloop. Right. So best multiplayer, Back for Blood, Knockout City, It Takes Two, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim. I feel like Valheim's gonna win that one. That's, I feel that seems like a, it just feels like a weak multiplayer category. With the game compared to years there. past, yeah. yeah. Compared to years yet past, I'm, it would be. I mean, it takes two is a very good one. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Back for Blood personally. Apparently, Knockout City is great. I haven't Still played. Want to play that? Yeah, I haven't played <laughs> Knockout City. And then Valheim's the new modern Minecraft. So basically, yeah. well, Val, it's like Valheim. It's like I could see it doing well here, but also the Valheim hype is past. Yeah, for the most part, like there's still people playing it, but not near what it was. So that it's gonna. I guess that's going to determine if, if people it, actually uh, show up for it. I honestly think for that one, it might go to it takes two. You know, I can see that. I would like to see that one take it out of the, out of these because it would be nice to see something different. Yeah, because I mean, I haven't played that game, but that's made by the same studio that did a No Way Out, which was the other multiplayer based game. Yeah. Uh, best sim strategy. New game that just released recently, Age of Empires 4, great game. Evil Genius 2 World Domination, Humankind, also great game. Inscription, which is a well-done aesthetic game. And then Microsoft Flight Simulator. Tough to say what would win there. Uh, I haven't actually seen any reviews on Age of Empires. How's, how's that been, How is that going? It's been received very well. Okay. Because uh, I know Humankind was received very well. I know you really enjoyed it. I would I'm probably just say Microsoft Flight Simulator will probably win. <laughs> That's the unfortunate thing, because I'm afraid it might. <laughs> I think it probably will. <laughs> I mean, it's super depressing, but it might. Next up, we got Best Family, also known as the Nintendo Game of the Year. Basically. Um, <laughs> There's only one that's not Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. It Takes Two, Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, and WarioWare Get It Together. I feel like this one could actually go to It Takes Two, the only non-Nintendo game, honestly. If it's not that one, I personally would like to see Mario Party Superstars, but it, I feel like it'd either be It Takes Two a, or Super Mario 3D World. It's not a family game, though. Uh, what, Mario Party? Yeah. Depends on how you look at it. <laughs> I mean, it's too aggressive for a family people game. People like me get bullied. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean, I would like to see Superstars take it I as mean, well. I would like to see it take it, but I th- I think I would really like to see It Takes Two. 
I take mean, over here just honestly, because everything would, else Nintendo. It would it would be nice to see Nintendo not take it home. Right. <laughs> honestly, what the winner's going to be is going to be Pokemon Snap. Watch it be fucking WarioWare. We all know it's going to be Pokemon Snap. <laughs> I don't want it to be Pokemon Snap. <laughs> I don't want it to be Pokemon Snap either. It's like the one on there where I'm like, I just don't want that one to win. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of my personal favorite categories, best fighting game of the year. Demon, the new Demon Slayer game, Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood Type Lumina, Nick... Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl and Virtual Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. Dude, that's a fucking category that right That is here. a great category. It's better than what it's been the past couple years. The only one that I feel like sort of lackluster is going to be Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl because that one apparently didn't go off as planned. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Demon Slayer. I mean, the Demon Slayer at least mechanically looks good and stuff like that, but it seems it's been sort of 50-50. It, it has. There are some people that's like, this is actually a really good game. There's other people that's like, oh, let's trademark Bondi Namco or whatever. Me, personally, I would go for Guilty Gear. Great game, great soundtrack. Done. I feel like that would be the one to win it, personally, is Guilty Gear Strive. I, yeah, but the, the two I'm looking at here would be either Guilty Gear Strive or Melty Blood. Melty Blood was very good Melt, as well. Melty Blood would be the one I would... Virtual Fighter's got the name behind it, but I, I feel like Guilty Gear is probably going to take it, and its competition would be uh, Melty Blood. Next, we got Best Role-Playing Game, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei Five, which has barely got the list. <laughs> Tales of Arise and Cyberpunk 2077. The Man. fucking black sheep of the group. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm just glad to see Tales of Arise actually getting a nod in here. I would have been upset if it wasn't if it wasn't showing up. I feel like this is going to be a very tough one. I feel like it's going to be a three a three uh, head race between uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five, uh, Tales of Arise, and Monster Hunter Rise. I feel like Scarlet Nexus, I, I've, I've seen, has been received pretty well. And I've seen a lot of people say, like, we're going to look back five years from now and call this a gem that no one really talked about. I've heard people talk about it and say, that's a fucking weird game. I mean, That's it, what you told me, it too. Is, it is a weird game, but it is a very well done. So, I mean, it is, unfortunately, I think, going to be a hidden gem that a lot of people are going to miss until a couple years later. Mm-hmm. On this list, I feel like it's going to lean towards either Shin Megami Tensei Five because it just came out, so its hype is very... It's very fresh. It's very fresh. Right. And the other one's going to be Tales of Arise. I, I think it's going to be one Tales of those Tales of Arise has been out, what, like a month and a half? Yeah. It's, it's been out a bit. I would like to see it take it home just because I want... that. I want to see that game... Get the love. Get some, get some recognition. Shout out to Cyberpunk, though. <laughs> it's in way too many categories. <laughs> So, best action adventure, Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. That's a tough category. That is sort of tough. That is a tough category. (laughs) I mean, out of it, I feel like Psychonauts 2 might have a bit of a lead Mm -hmm. in my mind, personally. I haven't played it. I've never actually played the series. I haven't touched this category. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I feel like, and this is someone who's only played two of these and just knows about the other three. I feel like Metroid Dread is going to be the one to take this home, but I personally would like to see Guardians of the Galaxy take it, but I think it's going to be Dread. Okay. Uh, next up, we got Best Action, Back for Blood. Another good one. Chivalry 2, Deathloop, Far Cry 6, and Returnal. Chivalry, Chivalry 2. Have either of y'all played this? No. I haven't. I've played oh, the original man. Chivalry. This game is... This game is a... Like, if you want to just go into a war and not have a fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> this is a fun game to play. It's like I played it a little bit right before it came out cuz they had like a they had a, like a free week where you could play it or a yeah, free I weekend. Yeah, I remember saying that. I played it during that. I haven't picked it up since, but I got a, one of my buddies plays it uh occasionally still and it 
it's like even while I was getting frustrated while I was getting my ass kicked over and over again, it was still fun because it's just dumb fun. <laughs> I actually don't know anything about that one. I you know I, I know about the other ones. My first immediate guess would be Death Loop, but I, I don't know anything about the one that you're pitching right now. I mean, my personal thing wouldn't. I'd have to probably agree with John with Chivalry too because that's just straight action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's. The, the match starts, and it's one it's like army over here, army over here, siege against them, and right. fight. That's that's all the game is. My personal choice, which I would hope to see get it, would actually be Returnal. I don't have a PS5, never fine, but I would be very happy to see Returnal get it. Okay. Uh, then we got Best Narrative, Deathloop. It takes two. Uh, True Colors, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts 2. This is the tough one. <laughs> Again, I haven't touched this category. I'm going to go with Date Night. I would like to say, <laughs> I'm just going to say True Colors. I've, uh, that, that's just an off rip. I haven't played any of these. That's, that's I'm calling it. If I had to guess based on what I think would win, I feel like it might be It Takes Two. I mean, Takes Two has a very good narrative. Uh, and again, I've already said like five times, basically, but Guardians of the Galaxy would be the one I'd like to see. I, I very much enjoy You're just game. on that big hype I still. mean, it's in space, John. It, he can't get a new Mass Effect yet, so Look. he's going with Guardians of yeah, the Galaxy. Yeah, I know. He's on the big hype from the space game. No, I have I have my reasons. <laughs> I have my reasons why I have a... I have a very strong personal attachment to Guardians of the Galaxy. I will say that. He may or may not have molested his nice steel case. Let's not go that far. Let's not go that far. <laughs> but I do have a very personal connection to that story. That story, let's just put it like this, especially since you know you guys know the situation I've been going through. There are aspects about this game that really hit home for me with the situation that I've got going on in my personal yeah, life. So enough. I have a very personal connection to this game. So I would like to, I, would, I just want it to win something. Just one category is all I ask for. But for this one, I feel like It Takes Two could potentially be the winner here. And then the last care category that we honestly care about is Game of the Year. True. Which sitting in there right now is Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. That's a weird-ass Game it of is, the Year list. Yeah, it is, it is a weird <laughs> Game of the Year from list. The, well, this year didn't really have like that standout, like that's going to be in the category thing. I would love to see Dread take it. I really would. Dread was so much fun. Based on people's reception, I feel like Rift Apart may take it. True. I'll be able to give an Psycho actual opinion on that. Too. that is, I mean, that would be my second that's choice, I'm, honestly. I'm looking at it, I'm like, uh, of these, that's that might be the only one that I've, I n- didn't see a shred of negativity about. Yeah. Even just, like, a minor complaint. I mean, because that one was the unusual, like, eight years from the previous game, and the fans of that series who hung on got what they wanted yeah it's like it's been a while but here's the game that you wanted and everybody that played it went this is exactly what i wanted this is exactly what i remembered and hoped for from a sequel i was trying to pull up the uh the metacritic for psychonauts too because i want to say it was okay it's not as high as when i saw it because i remember seeing it not long ago and this game was like like a 95%. Oh, uh, but now it's currently set in 87, which is still one of the highest new games that's come out yeah. this year. Uh, I don't know what could actually take it. Uh, like I said, I would like to see Dread. Uh, I have a feeling that it would probably be Dread. That would be super cool. It might go Dread, yeah. I mean, the only the weakest one I see in this is probably Resident Evil Village. I agree. That I'm game, surprised that made it. I, mean, I am too. If, I mean, it was a very, it was a very well-received game overall, just... 
everyone's become aware of it now that <clears throat> the main portion of it that was even complete was the first portion. All the rest was very lackluster. Oh well, yeah, it's like if I mean if it, that one almost looks like they wanted to fill the slot and they wanted to throw an throw a notable game in there. Mm-hmm. It's like instead of doing that, give it to an actual good game that's that what, came out this year. That's well received, has a very high like approval rating and recommendation rating, and give Tales of Arise some goddamn respect. <laughs> there it is. That's there it is. He was building up for it. I don't, I don't think it deserves to win. It just needs a nod. Just give it the nod <laughs> that it deserves. I was actually kind of surprised not to see Tales of Arise in that category. Like, I understand it's like, you know, JRPG and stuff, but I, you know, with how well it was received, I was actually surprised to not see it in the category. Because uh, when, Zach, when you and I were doing our predictions, that was one of mine that I thought could potentially make it. Yeah, I remember you saying that. So I am kind of surprised that it, that it did not make it, honestly. I mean, I'm surprised to see Resident Evil Village in so many categories because when we talked about it, that game wasn't even on my radar just because, I mean, I knew it was well-received, but, I mean, I felt like it could have dropped off with seeing as it came out at the beginning of the year, but hey. It's, it's almost like the, the attempt to look back and go, hey, we, we remember games from earlier in the year. All right, so here's an example for you guys. If we're just talking about Metacritic, which most people use as the most standard, like, hey, that's what we want to look at. Uh, Resident Evil Village is an, well, it was when I recorded this info, in 84 Metacritic, while Tales of Arise was in 87 at the time. Tales of Arise is one of the higher-rated new games to come out this year. Uh, some other ones like Ratchet and Clank, that was an 88. Uh, Psychonauts 2, it was a 91 when I recorded it. Uh, Deathloop was an 88. Dread was an 88. It Takes Two is an 88 as well. Uh, and then, like I said, you know, Resident Evil Village is the lowest score that is there on the Game of, uh, game of the Year awards. My big surprise is how many categories it takes twos in. I it mean, is in a lot, yeah. I knew it was a very well-received game with its whole mal- multiplayer aspect and its narrative and everything. It's just, I'm very surprised by how many categories it's in. <clears throat> it almost seems like people were people were missing that style of game and didn't realize it. Oh, couch co-op? Heck yeah. Yeah, well, like that kind of couch co-op, like, like kind of almost like puzzle type game yeah. where it's like yeah. where it's like two people have to be doing their own thing it's like it seems like they pe- people have been waiting on something like that and didn't realize they were waiting on it until it came out i mean i, f- I felt the same way with a way out when that one session when you and me played i enjoyed that entire session of just the f- co-op focused game and narrative it was very fun even just the small bots parts just got to screw around. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's kind of like, it's his part of the story. He's do he's doing story pits. You go do something else. Yeah. Zach, did you see for the no. nominees for best performance that both the guy for Cole and the chick from Deathloop are both on there? Oh, yeah. No, I did actually see that. I, I was thought, very happy with that. I thought that was pretty cool. Today. As I thought it was just going to be the, uh, Cole, the guy who played Jason Kelly, I think. Yeah. I, I thought it was. I thought she was going to get shafted. I mean, the actress who played Juliana did a fantastic job. It's just a lot of times in these categories, there's never don't always get two nods from the same game. True, it doesn't happen often. So I thought that was pretty cool. I also noticed that uh, Kino had a couple of nominees as well: best indie and best first game from a studio. I could see that because Kino Bridge of Spirits was actually very well received, and uh, the things I've seen about it, it's a very interesting game. It's a lot different than what I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to the best indie game, uh, I feel like that's actually gonna be a pretty tough category because it had twelve. I know twelve minutes was in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Kina was in there, and there was a couple others uh, that I know was received pretty well. But then for like best, uh, you know, um, uh, like starting game for a company, it was either going to be Kina or Valheim. It was going to be one of the two for the winner in my mind. 
those were the two most notable. But I mean, I would like to see Keena win some. That'd be cool. I've, I haven't played it yet, but I have. I've watched a lot of gameplay on it. And I've watched like the, some uh, let's plays and stuff. It looks a lot of fun, and I really want to play it. Um, but uh, I think that's going to do it for the show. Unless you boys have something else, anything else we want to chat about? No, I got nothing that I can think of. Uh, no, I think I'm out. All right. Well, uh, any last words before we get out of here then? Well, if anyone wants to, like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. And if you are watching on YouTube or the whatever image Alex has put up on YouTube, <laughs> uh, you can hit that subscribe button if you like what you're going on and everything. And it helps us out. And if you actually want to be notified when any kind of video goes up, whether it be lighthearted gamers, uh, talk about movies and stuff, football, animan, maybe news, if it shows up. Uh, you can hit the bell and it'll let you know whenever a video goes up. Thank you. And you can do that at youtube.com slash sparky3. Yep. Uh, had a good time being here. Come back uh, at least at least for the game awards. Yep. Maybe. Come back then. We'll see. We'll see from there. Very excited for the game awards. Uh, if you guys made it all the way to the end, uh, you're an absolute legend. We appreciate the hell out of you. Um, again, we are going to be on a break next week uh, for the holidays. Uh, the next episode will be out on 12-7. And uh, then, of course, again, 12.9 is going to be our live stream with the Game Awards. Very excited for that. Um, hopefully, you guys have an absolutely phenomenal Thanksgiving with your family and friends. Uh, have a wonderful Black Friday shopping season. Maybe some of these games we talked about are some things that's been on your backlog that you want to pick up. Uh, if you're going out actually in stores, make sure to stay safe. Black Friday is always absolutely insane in stores, even now, even with all the COVID stuff that's transpired. And even though it's kind of transitioned more online, it's still crazy out there. So stay safe. Uh, until next time, guys, have a good one. See you. Bye. See you.